0: Hi, this is Aaron Neely and welcome to my podcast more sales now and today I want to talk about task-oriented selling uh, so you know the idea here is that you know as salespeople when, when we get sent out into the world to to sell you know we're normally given a series of benchmarks by by our sales manager and you know the sales manager might say you have to have so many uh, customer contacts a week, like like you might have to make you know twenty appointments per week if uh, if you drive a lot, or if you make uh, a lot of calls, uh, y- you know you might have to make a hundred or two hundred calls per week, or or something like this. And the uh, the other thing we'll get is. You know, we'll get directives along the lines of, oh, we're trying to sell more of such and such. You know, this is our new product and we really want to push this new product out into the market. Or maybe, you know, if we're selling uh, a physical product, you know, we'll be in an overstock situation. So, you know, the message will come down from the top that, oh, you know, the warehouse is just full of this stuff. It's, uh, it's on the books. We need to move it. Really try to, try to push these things. And so, what happens is is a sort of culture will develop inside a sales team when when these sort of benchmarks that we're trying to make start start driving things and And I want to be clear: the benchmarks in and of themselves are good, right they They help us stay on task they they, they help us stay oriented. Uh, to, to to things that are important Which primarily is designed to Get us in front Of the customers It's designed to get us to prioritize those customer contacts As opposed to sort of the other Administrative tasks Which they can be necessary But they're not what sells You know what I mean Following up uh, uh, With the CRM and keeping that up to date It's a great tool It's a useful tool We should all do it But it doesn't sell You know Internal meetings to coordinate you know sales planning and execution things like that very useful it's not selling though so what happens is we get given uh, as salespeople these these benchmarks and we try to make them every month and it becomes a task that we do you know we go out we try to get our twenty contacts or our hundred phone calls or whatever it is that we're supposed to do and so we'll make a contact and say they like our product they do a demo or take a sample or something and so we go back into our crm and we enter uh you know uh, they took our demo this customer follow up with them on this day and then that day comes up and we follow up again we just are now performing a task now, the, the difficulty comes in when we get so oriented on these tasks and these benchmarks that what happens is we stop really listening to our customers. You know, we're no longer hearing them because we're just trying to hit that number for the week. And so maybe we, we follow up on a demo or we follow up on a, on a product sample or, you, you know, whatever the next step is in in our sales cycle and you know we follow up and the customer says well we really haven't had a chance to get around to that yet and then we say okay and we enter that information into our notes or into the CRM and then we go on to the next task so we can hit our benchmark and this is a huge missed opportunity for us because we get so caught up in the task that we're not actually selling, right? We're just doing a thing that we told ourselves to do or that our boss told us to do. And so when when we call the customer, you know, when we're following up, when we're hitting them up, you know, we think we're selling XYZ whatever. And the customer says, "Well, that's not really on my radar right now." What we need to do at that point is say what is on your radar? And in that sense, you know, once we do that, then we can find out what's really important to our client. Now, you're trying to sell whatever it is you sell. Maybe your demo isn't what they actually want to buy. Maybe they have something else totally on their radar that they're actually working toward, and your demo is like fifth priority. This is the type of thing. Only if I get around to it, am I even going to look at this project? And then when we ask them, well, what is your priority? What are you working on right now? Maybe I can help. And that will open the door to a conversation with your client. Because remember, at the end of the day, you know we have our benchmarks. We have these things. we got to make our 20 contacts or whatever for the month. But that benchmark is not a sale. And in sales, we don't get Rewarded. We don't get paid. We don't keep our jobs because of effort. We don't, we don't keep our jobs because of uh, hitting our, hitting our benchmark for customer contacts. We're paid to sell. That's what, we, that's the real game at the end of the day, because I guarantee you, I promise you, if you don't hit your benchmarks, but you do hit your sales number you're, you're good. Okay. It's okay. At the end of the day, yeah, you'll still get some static for not hitting, hitting your benchmarks, but the real game, the rubber hits the road, it sales. So we ask our customer, what are you working on? They're going to tell you because if they have a problem that they're struggling with, if they, they have a big obstacle in their way and you just throw out that little line and offer to help them with what they're doing, they will tell you. I, I, I guarantee it. They are going to let it rip. They're going to give you all the background. And in that, in that, with that knowledge, you very well may be able to help them. And maybe they're looking for something that's totally outside of your field. Maybe it's not a product you carry. Maybe it's, you know, unrelated totally to what you do, but you still could possibly help them. Maybe you can give them a referral. Maybe you know somebody who does what they do. Maybe you can give them advice. You can point them in the right direction. And that, even if you can't, I mean, obviously, if you can sell them the solution, of course, you should do it. But even just with good advice, just with a little bit of extra effort, you're going to build a relationship that's going to help you sell in the future. And they're going to be more inclined to go back and look at your sample, look at your demo. If you took that obstacle, helped take that obstacle out of the way because that's the thing. you know, Their number one priority is the thing keeping them from their second and third and fourth priority where your product is. And if you can help them Get that obstacle out of the way, clear it off. It's going to build a relationship and it's going to make time for what you want them to look at for what you're trying to sell. So that's my advice. When you follow up with your customer, you know, the CRM says, Hey, call this guy on this day and there's no progress. And this happens to us all the time, all the time in sales. We follow up, no progress. Stop and ask why. Take the extra minute, find out what they're working on, find out what they're doing, get to the pain in their situation and help them solve it. And it's going to result in sales. So that's what I have for today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to invite you over to take a look at my website, aaronnealy.com. I've got a blog there. I've also got a book coming out. I think you're going to love it. And with that, I want to wish you all the best of success this week selling.